Welcome back to this episode of Not Your Average Yogi. You know, you've taken a yoga class before, let's just say, and you hated it. You're like, what? This class sucks. I thought yoga was supposed to be chill. I thought yoga was supposed to be relaxing. I thought I was coming here to get my zen. And what I got is I'm stressed. That's you. It might be because you went to the wrong yoga class. In this episode, we're going to talk about the different types of yoga and how you know which one is best for you. It's kind of like a cheat code, if you will, to I'm going to go over the eight most common types of yoga so that you can make a more informed decision about your yoga class that you're attending. That way you can actually get what it is that you're wanting so that you can get what it is that you need so that your yoga class matches your goals for yoga. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Not So Average Yogi Podcast, where we talk about all the things yoga, health, and wellness for women 35 and up who are not your average yogi. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to use yoga and other wellness tools to wake up every day feeling really, really good so that you can go out to this world and shine like the bad bitch that you are. This is a safe space where you can expect to feel seen, heard, understood and connected. I'm your host, Ashley Robinson, and welcome to the show. All right, so the first and most common type of yoga class is vinyasa yoga. Vinyasa yoga, we're moving with movement and breath. We're usually faster paced in vinyasa classes. Hip hop yoga, which is my signature style of yoga, is vinyasa yoga. So we're moving and flowing from one pose to the next, to the next, to the next, while focusing on your breath. Usually you'll hear me say, inhale as you do this thing, exhale for the next thing, inhale this, exhale that. So I'm cueing your movements and I'm cueing for you how to breathe through that class. So inhale as you reach your arms up, exhale to open up to warrior two inhale this, inhale that, right? And we're moving pretty quickly. Usually music is involved in the vinyasa class. Now, vinyasa is amazing for you if you get bored easily. If you've got ADHD and you're, you find yoga to be boring, then choosing a vinyasa class might be good for you. There's hot vinyasa classes. There's not hot vinyasa classes. There's hip hop yoga. There's a lot of different types of vinyasa. So you look at the yoga studios page and um, read the descriptions that you know what you're getting yourself into. But if you like variety, you like change, you are looking for a workout, maybe part of your goal is mainly just physical movement with yoga, then you're probably going to really like a vinyasa class. All right, next up is yin yoga. Yin involves props, pillows, bolsters, blankets, maybe eye masks, blocks, but it also might not. There's also yin classes that don't always involve props, but mainly, usually it does. In yin yoga, you're going to do fewer poses and you're going to hold them for longer. So I think you're going to hold one pose on one side of your body anywhere from like two to 10 minutes. 
Um, if you're a busybody, you'll probably hate yin yoga, but you probably need to go. All right. Yin yoga is really calming. It's really soothing. It's restorative. It's recharging. It helps your body to reset and calms your nervous system. Um, so if your goal is to reduce stress and anxiety, um, and maybe if you're coming off of an injury, yin yoga may be more appropriate for you. If you don't like the fast paced loudness of the vinyasa, try yin class instead. All right. Three is yoga nidra. Yoga nidra, nidra, I don't know how you say it, whatever, doesn't really matter. But if you struggle with sleep, if insomnia is an issue for you, take a yoga nidra class. It's a must for you. It's like a yoga it's a deep meditation. I don't want to call it yoga sleep because you're not really supposed to go to sleep. However, a 30-minute yoga nidra class is equivalent to a four-hour nap. You literally get to just lie there and do absolutely nothing as a soothing yoga voice guides you through a deep, total body relaxation. It is the most nourishing thing that you can do for yourself. I love when I don't feel like I have time for a nap or um, maybe I have, I have, my sleep has been not so good lately. I'll do a yoga nidra class and it's like an immediate cure, immediate cure. If you are ready to show up unapologetically as yourself, you're ready for a consistent at-home yoga practice, you're ready to become that girl. You know, one of those wellness girlies that you see on Instagram, but you want to be her in real life. I want you to head over to tubiyoga.net and join the sister circle. That's tubiyoga.net and let's get started today. All right, y'all, back to the show. All right, Hatha yoga. Now, this one is like a grandfather. It's like an overarching um, term for multiple different types of yoga. But in general, it's basic. It teaches you basic poses of yoga. It is really good for people who are beginners and looking to do yoga and not go at the super fast pace of vinyasa yoga. So you're not going to get super sweaty. It's not super fast. It's also not super slow. It's somewhere in the middle. Usually you're holding poses for a little bit longer than you would in a typical vinyasa class, but not quite as long as like a yin class or a slow flow class. It's somewhere in between. Next up, hot yoga. I'm calling this one uh, as a type of yoga all by itself because hot yoga is 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 hot as hell <laughs> okay <laughs> the room is typically over 100 degrees typically um personally i love hot yoga uh i love it it feels so good to my body you will leave hot yoga sweating in places that you didn't even know produce sweat there will be no parts of your body that are not sweating in hot yoga you it may be a hot power vinyasa a hot vinyasa it could be hot hatha or maybe just hot 26 and that hot 26 is bikram yoga or you're doing the same 26 postures every single time in the exact same order every single time those classes don't change at all 
personally. I hate hot 26. <laughs> it's boring to me. I can't stand it. I prefer hot vinyasa yoga. So if you're more of an athletic type, once again, you're looking for the physical practice. You're looking for a good workout. You like to like really exert yourself. You want to leave class and feel depleted. <laughs> I know that might sound terrible to some people, but for some of us, we really enjoy that feeling. Um, to me, hot yoga is very satisfying. I feel like I'm getting like just, I mean, it just feels amazing. Your body is warm. So you are able to get deeper into stretches. Um, now, sis, I must tell you about your hair. Okay. <laughs> if you just got your hair done, do not go to hot yoga. Okay. If you just kind of silk press, mm -mm, go to in. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that wigs are a good match for hot yoga. Braids. Yes. Crochet. Okay. But uh, hot yoga and, and, and straight hair don't really go together that well. So um, you wear your natural hair or, or just know you have to wash your hair when you get home because um, you, you will sweat everywhere, every single wear. But it, you'll feel amazing afterwards. All right. Next up is restorative yoga or like a slow flow. So restorative yoga, you know, gentle yoga is how you might see it called slow flow yoga it's just a slow, flowy, restorative, restful, relaxing class. You may or may not use props, um, but this is really good. Once again, if you're recovering from an injury, if you're newer to yoga, you've been super stressed out lately. You're wanting to approach yoga as a way to manage depression, anxiety, um, stress, then a gentle restorative class, a slow flow might be for you. I mean, you'll close your eyes. This is the one where you're going to get to zen out. You're moving slowly. There may be music. It depends on your yoga teacher. When I teach restorative yoga, I use an R&B playlist. When I teach vinyasa yoga, I'm using more upbeat, faster hip hop types of playlists. So this is going to be something that's going to put you in a state of mind where you can just be calm, be relaxed, and really like zen out. All right. Kundalini yoga. I remember my first Kundalini class. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> no one told me beforehand what I was getting myself into. This is about releasing trapped energies from your body with quick, fast movement and breathing techniques. The part that got me was we started off with a chant and everybody in the class seemed to already know this chant and I had no idea what the chant was. I'm like, where did y'all learn this at? No one gave me like a cue card or anything like that. So I kind of just had to sit there and go along with it. So that part for me felt strange at first. I also was not, it was my first experience. So I didn't quite understand the breathing techniques at that time. Now I have a better idea, but so it's quick fast, repetitive movements and breathing techniques. And Kundalini yoga associates with the chakras. So um, the class that I attended focused on one specific chakra. I believe it was a series of classes. So I think each class had a different chakra focus to what that particular um, series was. But anyway, you're going to leave Kundalini yoga feeling, I mean, just energized, invigorated, 
what we call like a little yoga stone, a little yoga high is what you might feel from that class there. It's, but it's very interesting. It's very different from vinyasa yoga. Um, big focus on quick, fast movement and breathing techniques. So it's not that you're moving up and down really, really fast. More like think like arm movements, breathing, lots of quick, fast breath techniques. It is how you get that yoga high. And then finally, this one's very specialized, but um, this is for the baby mamas out there. If you are expecting a little baby, a little sweet pea, then prenatal yoga is for you, right? I went to prenatal yoga when I was pregnant with my son. And I'm going to say that the poses that you do and the techniques that are used in these classes help to strengthen your pelvic floor and they really prepare you for labor and delivery. I feel like, and I know it was my second child that mattered, but my labor and delivery and recovery from my second child was much easier than with my first. I do believe that it's because I took yoga for several months, specifically prenatal yoga, several months before I had my child, my son. And so um, a lot of people ask me, you know, is yoga safe while you're pregnant? And the answer is yes, it is. However, be careful. There are certainly poses to avoid doing while you're pregnant. Um, and also it depends on the poses that you should avoid doing depend on your practice prior to conceiving, but taking a class that's specific for baby mamas can help you distinguish and ask questions. Um, and it puts you in connection with other groups of baby mamas. And maybe you like, you can take, you know, a baby and me or a mommy and me class afterwards. Um, now these are not the only types of yoga that exist out here in the world, but they are some of the more common types of yoga and knowing what your goal is with yoga, knowing whether or not you're coming to it for a workout or for the mental health part of things can help you determine which specific type of class you should take. And it can also help make it a little bit easier to read the yoga menu. I mean, when you go to a yoga studio schedule and but it's like, what does this mean? I hope this episode helps you to um, make the distinction between from one class to another and help you to choose the best class for you. So you don't hate the class that you took. If you're looking for stress relief, yin or slow flow or yoga nidra is for you. If you're looking for intensity, hot yoga might be for you. If you're looking to take care of your chakras, kundalini. So choose the class that matches your yoga goals. I'll catch you on the next episode. Namaste. Welcome to the Not So Average Yogi Podcast, where we talk about all the things yoga, health, and wellness for women 35 and up who are not your average yogi. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to use yoga and other wellness tools to wake up every day feeling really, really good so that you can go out to this world and shine like the bad bitch that you are. This is a safe space where you can expect to feel seen, heard, understood and connected. I'm your host, Ashley Robinson, and welcome to the show.